Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on, so I'm in control of what I work on, and if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. All right, everyone. Are you ready for Memorial Day weekend. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere in the United States. <laughs> I don't actually, do, I don't know if, I don't think Canada and. I think it's a purely American Mexico, thing. They're, they're, what, they're, it's, it's very American because it's about Memorial. It's about the U.S. veterans. That's correct. It is. We're so, it's also about Jen and Jess getting a tiny little break here at the beginning of the summer yes. from our. We love you, Fat Mascara family. We love doing our beauty podcast, but we got to regroup sometimes and come up with epically long lists of guests and shows we want to do. You should see what we're working on for the rest of the I, summer. I actually, I was a little busy this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm setting a date for somebody very special, and it's Ooh. in the fragrance space. Yes, yes. Oh, 
but in the already ready interview. I don't actually I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to give too much away, but it's a it's a, it's not what you expect in the fragrance space. Exciting. Yeah, a like little teaser. teaser. It's a little riddle. I like that teaser. A riddle of the the summer sphinx. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll keep it. We're keeping you entertained this week while we're uh, enjoying a little break and regrouping here at Fat Mascara. So we're replaying two of our favorite interviews. Mm -hmm. So today, guess who's coming back? Who's here? Mara Rosak. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do this interview. I wanted to put it up now because like she gets me in such a summery state of mind. Like I'm out in the canyon with my hair flowing. She's just got the soothing voice. She is known for like this look that is the most carefree hair, like effortless. Don't we call it effortless, effortless. in the interview, if I remember correctly? Yeah, it's yeah, effortless. It's, it's easy, easy glam, easy breezy. cool girl, all that stuff. Can I name some of these cool girls yeah. for you, by mm-hmm. the way? She does everyone's hair. Oh my gosh. Emma Stone, Brie Larson, Cara Delevingne, Zoe Saldana, Carrie Mulligan, Elle Fanning. And she works Olivia Wilde too, right? Doesn't she do yes, Olivia Wilde? like probably every cool girl that you like probably want to like, I don't know have an edible with under the bleachers. You know, just saying. I'm not saying that she partakes, but um, she also works with photographers like Mario Sorrenti, Craig McDean, Jurgen Teller. She's shot for, well, she has done the hair for publications such as, oh, Harper's Bazaar. Perhaps you've heard of it. Yes. Jess's alma mater. And speaking of Jess's day jobs, since we recorded this podcast, (laughs) yeah, you've had many during the course of the uh, the Fat Mascara run. Since we recorded this, remember she was launching her hair oil, Mm -hmm. Rose. Yes. You now sell that at Moda Operandi. Yes. And it's really cool because I, it's really cool because when (laughs) I found out about Rose, I remember, I think, yeah, she told me about it. And then I had no idea that I was going to go to Moda. And I had, I remember I had a post-it. I think I've mentioned this like infamous post-it several times in the show, but I had the post-it of like about 10 or 12 brands I wanted to bring on. And it was like when I was interviewing for Moda. Because I knew they might ask me, like, of course, like, very obvious question. Like, what would you do? Like, you know, what what would you bring on if you came to Moda? And that was, I, did they ask me the question? I don't remember. But I had this short list. And it was like, you guys have heard me. I'm just like, Isamea. Well, she was on the short list. She was on the short list, yes. I have a couple other brands that are in my back pocket that haven't quite made it on yet. But they're, they're coming. They're coming, guys. Well, so if you listen to this interview and you want to try the hair oil, it might not have even been out yet when we we talked with her. I don't you think it was. To, that, what, right. I don't know. It was so long ago. So now in the show notes, on the we'll have a link to it so you could check it out and buy it and her other products and learn more about her, of course. And now we're just going to go back to enjoying our Memorial Day off and leave you in, in the wonderful hands of Jen and Jess capable from a year and a half ago. Capable and, and <laughs> Oh, I thought Mar- we meant Mara's capable hands. I, I don't well, know. she's not by herself. Oh, she's yeah. not interviewing herself. We're definitely on the recording. I did re-edit it. So. <laughs> All right, let's just get into it, shall we? Okay. Mara Rozak is joining us from LA. We're so excited to have you on Fat Mascara. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I have to get into your LA world. So I'm gonna like put on my LA mindset. (laughs) I know you're from there and I have a vision of how you grew up based on like stories I've read about you and things. But tell me like, 
Were you like a flower child running around with like artist parents? Like what's the, Mar- what's the Mara story? You know what? You pretty much spot on with it, which I think is actually is somewhat unique. I grew up in Laurel Canyon. I like very rarely meet people actually from LA, which is just funny because I had no idea. Obviously, everybody I was growing up with was from here. So, but I grew up in Laurel Canyon, which is very, at the time, it was still very hippie. Like Joni Mitchell was our neighbor and there was the like Houdini, the famous Houdini residence. It's like very magical woodland. Like there were deer. It was beautiful. And outside of the city, well, in the middle of the city, except it felt so removed from everything. I mean, Hollywood Boulevard is just a few minutes down the road, but there's the Canyon Country Store and little like restaurants in the hills that are hidden. It's It was such a dreamy place to grow up. I feel like that dreamy aesthetic sort of still has stayed with you with just the work that you do and everything. Uh, oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. But I know you're also uh, like a bit of a hustler in that you started hairstyling kind of early, right? Yes, I did. I started, I mean, I went to beauty school when I was just turning 17. Okay, this makes sense then because I read that you did your first red carpet hairstyling <laughs> job and you didn't even have a driver's license. No, I did not. Oh my gosh. What happened? Who that took you? That story is so fantastic. I, my mom dropped me off around the corner. We went into this, you know, gated community. There are a lot of them in LA. And I was like, mom, you can't pull me up to the house. Like you have to drop me off. I'll walk up there. Don't worry. Uh, And so she did. And I, it was with Sarah Michelle Geller, who was my first (laughs) ever client who I still get to see sometimes. And we're obviously still in, in touch. And yeah, I was 17 years old. I, I mean, so insane, had just graduated beauty school, got a call from a really good family friend who had said, hey, she's a publicist. She was a big publicist at the time and was like, you know what? Hey, I think I have a job for you. Did you finish school? It's like, yeah, like yesterday I finished. Okay. Would you go and do Sarah Michelle Geller's hair? She's going to an event I think I like blacked out that whole first time experience because I was so nervous. But Sarah was so warm. She's so like chatty. If you guys have ever met her, right? She's just like, she's really friendly, really warm, very easy to connect to and just treated me like a little sister in a way and probably knew I was like, basically shitting my pants, you know, just so nervous. Um, Do you think she knew it was your first real gig? Do you think that the PR friend told her, like, she's Definitely. probably going to get dropped off by her mother? A thousand percent. <laughs> I think she was prepped and I was not for it. But yeah, and I went in and I did her hair and she ended up hiring me back. So clearly it wasn't a disaster. That's great. So <laughs> when you were in Laurel Canyon, first of all, that sounds really dreamy. It just sounds like, it was it really idyllic or is it just kind of the, the fantasy? No, you know, it was really idyllic. I mean, I now have a child and I would not necessarily think being in the hills where there's lots of like, you know, one road streets to like get Mm -hmm. up and winding around that that's 
the perfect place. Like I wouldn't picture that, right? I kind of think like, oh, a flat yard is great or like a flat street where you can like take them to ride their bike. Mm-hmm. We, that It was not that, but what it was, was I was really surrounded by nature in the middle of a city. And yeah. I think when you think about kids growing up in a big city like New York, like LA, how do you do it? How how do you have like a normal child in the midst of chaos? And I think it really did allow me to have a somewhat normal, obviously I then got older and was in Los Angeles and then knew that I was in this, you know, big city. But at least when I was, you know, young and surrounded by nature. I think it was really grounding and just beautiful. You were able to dream and you were able to have, you know, let your imagination run wild. At what point in that time when you were young, because you seemed very focused, did you think, I want to go into beauty? Like, how do those things connect? Yeah, I would say around 13 is when, and I feel like this is sort of typical for for young kind of girls at least, that's when you start to, uh, that was when a lot of my friends, right, we were invited to like a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs. We were like getting dressed up. It was sort of the first time I was like interested in how I looked, right? Like getting into hair and makeup. But I did not have hair somehow, like any of my friends, right? I got this perm. My mom let me get a perm when I was 10. And then it was the biggest mistake because I don't know what happened. I think what happened was I just ended up going through puberty sort of shortly after and ended up getting the hair, the perm sort of like created. So I never Mm -hmm. had straight hair again. And now we're like, you know, into the 90s and it was all about that like straight, sleek hair, right? Like Jennifer Aniston had it and all my friends seemed to have it. Did you blame the perm or the puberty? I clearly still do blame the perm a little bit because the perm was also not like the Shirley Temple cute curls I thought I was getting. They never are. I had a big, you know, frizzy chaos that I was like 10 years too late for because it was no longer the 80s. Yeah, it was the 90s, the 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But I I emerged as this, you know, I I think girls now, and I have like a younger um, sister-in-law who's in her early 20s. And I, I would say that there's a lot more acceptance of self and confidence than when I was growing up, that at least... I didn't quite have. So I, it took me a long time to embrace what I, my natural texture. And that's a huge part of what I tried to kind of help guide my clients through when I have an opportunity to. But at the time I was really struggling with the type of hair I had and was determined, like obsessed with getting it to look smooth and shiny, which it just was not naturally. So I would occasionally, my mom would let me, we couldn't afford to, you know, have me get my hair done as like a 13 year old. I'd go to the beauty school, which was, you know, a $5 blowout. And I wouldn't quite 
I often left in tears because it was just like a bigger version. Like, you know, when you rough, dry hair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were still learning, right? So you still weren't leaving like Jennifer Aniston with that, you know, sleek, swingy kind of hair. No, the 90s fantasy was not, I was not living it. So I, I really became obsessed with creating it myself and uh, I mean, mastered it. And I think it was the first time I mean, funny enough, I was not sporty. (laughs) I was not a real academic. I think it was the first time I felt like really determined and then really good at it. And I started to do my friend's hair from there. And then their parents and other people and our other friends would be like, oh, my God, your hair looked so good at that bat mitzvah. Mara's got to do mine. So we would have a whole little crew and I would do everybody's hair and makeup. They'd go through my closet, right? So I'm now like, oh, like I kind of came out of myself, I think for the first time in that experience of beauty. Excellent. Excellent. So there you are. So now you, you know, you've activated this part of yourself. You can express yourself you work with so many other, you know, artists that are, you know, obviously they're not other, well, you do work with other hairstylists when I'm talking about, you You have a whole beauty community, but I'm really interested in the types of women who you choose to work with again and again and again. And if you're listening to this, please hop on to Mara's Instagram because you have such a beautiful portfolio on your Instagram of, of work. I noticed that you have like women who you really seem to connect with. Obsessed that you work with Billie Eilish, you work with Zoe Saldana, you work with Natalie Portman, who like I worship. Who do you kind of find that you gel with a lot? Mm. Yeah, I think that's a great question. I would say I, I mean, I love the women that I work with. Like most of them, a lot of them I have had a really long relationship with Zoe Saldana. I think I met when I was maybe 19, 20, probably maybe closer to 20. Emma Stone, similarly, like in some ways we've kind of grown up together and they're really strong, beautiful, kind, generous, inclusive. Like that's how I would describe a lot of these women driven, right? Like I'm so inspired by them getting to surround myself with women that are really, you know, have goals that are creatives that are just, yeah, really dedicated to their craft and care a lot about it and are just very kind, kind, loyal people. So lucky. Okay, you have this amazing roster of women that you work with, but then I'm also curious about the the people who you work with on set and just work with professionally, because sometimes we hear about, we, I don't find we hear about those relationships nearly as often as like, you know, my celebrity muse. Who are the people who you work with professionally who inspire you? Like, you know, other hairstylists. Yeah. Or makeup artists. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would say the, one of the greatest parts about the job, the thing that I love the most, I, I, I'm a more introverted, I I would say like more introverted person. I have never been one to like need to be a part of the scene all the time, right? What is the scene? (laughs) The scene, gosh, I mean, 
this scene would be like go, just going out. Like I was never a clubber because I think I started working so young, right? So like my career just sort of took off. I was just like on this path from that Sarah Michelle Geller day, right? Like from <laughs> from like being 18, 18, I was then on a plane to Amsterdam on this press tour, which by the way, like press tours are fewer and further between, but what they are for the listeners that, you know, are not traveling hair and makeup artists or actors, you know, a press tour is a promotion for a big movie and you fly all around the world to all these beautiful places and the actors sit in these press junkets and they answer all these questions with the local press. And then there's like a big premiere and they tend to have hairdressers and makeup artists and sometimes stylists that come with them. And when you're, I mean, we were like a traveling like circus, right? It was on planes every day. So, but I had no idea. I'd been out of the country maybe one time when I was, you know, 10 years old with my family. And so I get this call after I started doing Sarah's hair to go on a press tour with her. And I'm flying to Amsterdam. What was she promoting? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. She was, I think the first one was The Grudge. I want to say it was The Grudge. (laughs) Could that be right? I think it was. That sounds, I mean, I remember that, I remember that movie being around, but you know, I couldn't tell you what happened, but sure. No, neither could I, but (laughs) I remember the press tour pretty well. And I'm in Dubai. Anyway, I'll I'll start with getting on the flight. You were 18? Yes. That's insane. 18. Yeah. I... My final year of high school, I mean, I basically begged my mom to let me go to beauty school that I was, I I had gotten all I could out of high school, that it was no longer for me. And I'd like to go to beauty school and get my GED. And I think, I think of this now, my mom was a single mom and she was working she was a manager at a kid's retail store. I mean, you know, it was, it was just us and she was working and trying to make it work for us. And I think about it now, I think, especially reflecting having a child myself, I'm like, oh my God, you know, that must've been a really hard decision to make. Am I really gonna, you know, ruin her life by letting her get her, leave high school early? And, She, I think, clearly you're not ruined. (laughs) Honestly, I think it was the best decision, the best thing. I think I really felt seen by her in that moment. And there was a mutual trust, which I think is probably hard to have with a 16, 17 year old girl, right? Like a real trust in a huge life changing decision. Yeah. But she did. She had it in me. And I she enrolled me in beauty school. I of course wanted to go to the like the fancy expensive beauty school. We could not mm-hmm. afford that. So she we went to I went to Marinello Beauty School, which no longer exists, but it was on Wilshire and Fairfax for those Los Angeles. It's Angelinos. come up on the show before. Uh, I've yes. heard that from a couple other of our guests. Yeah. It was not glamorous. It was not a glamorous experience, but it really did. I was dedicated and it taught me a lot. Do people, I mean, I don't know how many people who you come into contact with know that story, but I mean, for, do you, you personally would do it again, but do you 
kind of tell people like that that is a path that, you know, maybe isn't such a bad idea or was it just very an, an individual to you? Because, you know, there's a lot of talk right now about like, does everyone need to go to college? Does everybody mm. need to follow the same path? And you've made the most amazing career for yourself by going to, to beauty school and then really like putting in the elbow grease. You didn't have any you know, handouts. You didn't have any, you know, it sounds like you didn't have many family connections to Sarah Michelle Geller's family. You know, like it's really very, um, you did it yourself. It's an amazing story. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, you know, college sounds like uh, could like it can be a pretty incredible experience the first time you're, you know, leaving your nest, your home as you've known it, and experiencing life with these other kids, kind of coming of age, coming of age. My husband is someone he went to school, a great school here, and loved college, like loved the classes and loved his professors. And I hear him talk about it sometimes and I go, oh, okay, you know, that could have been cool, but it was not my journey. And I do not have that regret. I would say it's an experience in life that, you know, if you can have and you're interested in having that, incredible. Like hair will wait. It will always be there. There will always be people needing their hair done and beauty school, you know, you can, you can go to it after, after college. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom and it took so long and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line and after that I was like never again until Honey Love came along Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath and there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom it's so easy Honey Love products make you look good and feel good whether it's for a wedding event an everyday boost of confidence Honey Love is the perfect plus one treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. I'm thinking about where you are in your life now, you've been doing hair for a while. Like, how have you stayed? This is the same medium. It's not like you're a painter and then you're a sculptor and you were changing that way. How do you keep it fresh when like you're still, you know, brushing hair and picking up hot, like it's the same medium again and again. How do you stay inspired? Yeah, I would say I, you know, it, it, to me, my mother actually was a sculptor and it took me a long time to put those two together, but I was like, oh, I really do approach it like sculpting. And every hair texture, every hair type is so different. And then the environment is different. So I really do take inspiration from all of the things, the environment we're in, where the client is headed to, or what the lighting is like on set, who the Mm -hmm. photographer is, kind of knowing their aesthetic. And every day is so different. The environment is so different that that, I think, feels like enough of a change for me 
And then the hair type and texture is different. So it does feel like sculpting this new, you know, my mom would look at a piece of marble and say the image would kind of come through and then she would kind of take away that was stone. But for me, yeah, it's hair. And I really do. Does that happen to you? Like you're looking at, you know, Emma's hair and you're like, I see a mushroom. Yeah. Chic. (laughs) Right. Like Uh, maybe a mushroom is a bad, sorry. A a mushroom head bun today. No. Yeah. Look, everyone wants right now. Okay, like you do like a, okay, a bun that looks like a little cinnamon roll. I don't know. That sounds cheaper. How about <laughs> totally. That? I absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure I've come to them with like some real out there I you know, ideas. I could kind of tell you a funny story about like being on set where I would never really expect to be, you know, with Emma actually. We were doing a cover of W magazine, which is like, you know, that's like yes, give it to me. I have like, I've, I have made it doing a W cover and your ghost who had directed her in the favorite, which is such an incredible movie was shooting the cover. So it was, I think it was like a multi-cover month issue and the directors from the film's were shooting, you know, photographing actually. Mm-hmm. And Yorgos's vision was this, it was sort of this like kind of wacky woman who is a real dog lover. And we were shooting in a house kind of like in the middle of a strange area in LA. The house had been completely untouched from like 19, probably 58. And the furniture was covered in plastic, but you'd go into the bedrooms. So it was this mid-century untouched house, but then with a mix of this like very ornate Victorian furniture, like very lavish. So the combination of the two, you're already like, where am I? And then there were all these dogs on set and the dogs come with handlers, which um, is is so interesting to be around that. Anyway. Did each dog, each dog had its own handler. Correct. And Emma has you. And Emma has (laughs) me. I was mistaken. One of the ladies, the handlers of the dog, there was a dog named Trisha. I'll never forget it. Because they're calling Trisha, Trisha for, you know, in the background to try to get the dog to act, which, you know, (laughs) and she said at one point, Trisha was one of those dogs that have the really long hair and kind of those pointy faces. Um, And she noticed. Like Barbie's dog. yes, Yes. Yes, exactly. She noticed I was a hairstylist and said to me, oh, well, you know, Trisha if you put a little fan in her hair, it looks really beautiful. I was like, okay, well, (laughs) I thought I was here for Emma Stone, but I guess I am here for Trisha. But so that's like a day where, you know, it it was such a, I loved those pictures so much. And we did this like really kind of crazy, big bouffant. um, And yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about the press tours because this is a fascinating aspect of the job. <laughs> do you do them anymore? Or is this more for when you're like starting out? No, I, you know, post COVID, well, actually pre COVID, they weren't doing them as often. Now it's sort mm-hmm. of trans- transitioned into, you know, maybe a big Marvel film or something like that. Like there's a big budget movie that are, you know, going to be huge globally and they'll do 
press tours for those. But they're sort of fewer and farther between. Maybe you travel for a big premiere, like one premiere. I saw they did that mm-hmm. with Bond. So those aren't happening as much, but they are great when you get to do them. And yeah, I would definitely, you know, for the right person and the right job, I would I would definitely still do it. It's also so nice to get to go to a hotel room in a beautiful city. Yeah, I can imagine. And because you're all kind of like a traveling band, you know, you've got your hair person, your nail person, you know, your makeup person. Is there some kind of offline discussion about if they all get, if you all get along? Because that's a lot to be together for like traveling in different cities. It is. Absolutely. And when you're traveling, I mean, some of these can go on for a month. Right. So like what kind of discussion happens in your experience? I'm sure it's different with every celebrity, but like how how does this work? Because I think this is fascinating. Because you could probably make some really deep friendships, but also like, I don't want to work with that person ever again. You know, this could also be like career. Totally. Totally. Or like halfway through the trip, you're like, I am so sick of hearing you talk that I've decided today is my last day. I'm going home tomorrow. Right. And it's a very small industry. There's like 10 people. So, (laughs) you know, if everyone knows that so-and-so don't, you know, play well together or this person is a diva, like it's, it's, I'm just fascinated by this little dynamic. And since you brought it up, how could I not? uh, How could you not? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I, I generally get along with most people. Doesn't mean I love. Yes, I'm not asking about you. I'm not asking about if you are a wonderful person to travel with. I just mean this topic in general. Yeah. No, I am a wonderful person. Be a a commentator. Um, No, I think being a hair dresser, stylist, um, makeup artist, you do have to be able to fit into situations and hide into the background when you need to. Or come in and be that supportive, motivating character, right? Because that is a huge part of our role. It is like we're the la- we're the first and last people these you know actors tend to see before they go either onto set to whatever or to a big red carpet. So you do. So you tend to be a pretty pretty malleable person that can kind of easily flow in and out. And so I think that lends itself to, you know, traveling, being sort of open. It's not to say there aren't huge personalities. And I have heard of some, you know, epic battles where it's like, they're not speaking. Do not hire this hairstylist and this makeup artist together. I very likely, I I don't think I have ever been one of those, but um, I have heard of them happening, which is, it is kind of funny. I do like to laugh at it because it's sort of absurd. (laughs) (laughs) Can we ask you about Rose? That's your, that's your other baby, right? Well, one of you, you have like three babies. You have Mary, (laughs) your salon, your actual baby, (laughs) and then Rose, your hairline. Well, I was going to ask you which was harder, opening the salon or launching the hairline, but now I have to throw your baby in there too. Oh. Like of those three babies. Yeah. And a, a 72 hour labor. I imagine making a human is the hardest. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I know. Okay. He so back, back to the salon and the hairline. Then. Yeah. The, the salon and <laughs> Which the was harder? I would say the hairline in a lot of ways, I think for me- It has been the thing I have wanted to do the most. 
Um, really? Yeah, it really has been. I am like so deeply passionate about it. It truly does feel like a child. Um, and so, yeah, I would say the hairline, but also the most rewarding. I love this lawn and I love the family that we've built there. I have two partners um, in Mare. And it's just such a beautiful space. Every time I walk in, I'm like, oh my God, this is the greatest. It's beautiful. And we have like the most incredible stylists and just the great, it's like a family there. Um, And Rose, yes, Rose has been the dream of mine to create. And I've loved almost every part of the process. Um, I'm learning so much. I mean, it's so different to create a product than it is to do hair or anything else I have ever yeah, done. And, and a product. You weren't like, oh, okay, let me just do like seven or eight. So they'll, you know, if maybe this one isn't good, we have these other three. Like you went all in on one product to start, right? I went all in on one. And an oil at that. An oil. And then I have a second product coming out uh, in November and then working on developing the rest of the line. So I'll eventually have a full range, but starting with one and I have another and then maybe a shampoo and conditioner next year and slowly build it up to being, but still a very curated sort of line of essential, beautiful, uh, luxury, essential products. And so for you, that means an oil is an essential, it sounds like. An oil is... Is this the key to like, it is, is this the key to the, I feel like every time I look at one of your pictures, I just get like, silky ethereal vibes. Like even when the hair is curly, it has like silkiness to it. And when it's textured, it's silky. When it's straight, it's silky. Is this the oil? If you're going to tell me this is the oil, tell me how to use it, please. It is the oil. It is the oil. It's the only product. Because <laughs> oil like, scares people. It really does. You know? It really does. And I think there's a lot of confusion, like you said, Jen, a lot of confusion as to how to use an oil. And so Rose, the, Teach us. the Santa Lucia styling oil is super lightweight because, you know, obviously I see every head of hair and in the salon, outside of the salon, right? I know what products work and kind of what don't. And I've always used oil, but they're very fickle and it's hard to find the right one for the right hair. But I don't carry a different kit for each one of my clients, right? So I said, you know what? I need to formulate an oil that is going to be my go-to that's going to work on all of the hair types, even my clients that have fine hair, which tend to really steer clear of oils, but it will not weigh your hair down this one. So it's super lightweight. It's my one and done product for my hair. I don't like product in my hair. I only like oil because I do need when my hair. When are we putting this on? Like Okay, so you're, sh- you're showering. Like- um, you're maybe shower, maybe you're showering, you're washing your hair, you're <laughs> coming out of the shower. And I really believe in, in brushing your hair with conditioner on in the shower. So you kind of comb through your conditioner and then maybe okay. you do not brush it again using a hair towel. And I'm sure you two have heard this using a hair towel is really great because it does really help with, I didn't, I didn't learn this right away. I started to use a hair towel and I was like, Oh my God, my hair is way has way less frizz when I use a hair towel. So mm. hair towel really helps. They're super absorbent. Do you have a preferred hair towel? You know, I really like, I haven't really met one I haven't liked. So I would say any okay. hair towel, there's obviously the aqueous, um, which else? Yeah. I would say that one's great. 
right? They've been around for a long time. I think she was one of the first to kind of come out with them, but they're really absorbent. They're super lightweight, so they don't weigh heavy on your hair, especially if you're sort of embracing your natural texture. So now you're coming Mm -hmm. out of the shower, you're wrapping it in this hair towel, and you're letting it out, and a lot of the moisture has been absorbed into the towel, and now you're going to take your rose, and you're going to pump one or two, maybe three. Like my hair needs a lot of uh, hydration, a lot of defrizzing. So I can use like three to four pumps. But I would say on finer hair, you do one pump and you rub it between your hands and then you start at your ends and you can either scrunch or just kind of work your way up and you don't need anything on the top of your head. I mean, that's just, you have your natural oils that, you know, come eventually throughout the day. So yeah, it's just really ends and mid lengths, a little bit more, maybe around your face, whatever, but the ends focusing there and letting it go. I mean, it's truly like we all kind of have that fresh fluff out of the shower. And this helps define, it helps smooth, defrizz. It also does protect. So if you do go to do a blow dry, it really helps cut your time way down. It helps your blow dry to last. So your hair doesn't get as frizzy in humidity if you have that initial kind of layer of hair oil on before you go to blow dry. But I do believe in, you know, we don't need a whole lot to get our hair to look great. You know, I'm sent so many Maybe products. that's my issue. Because <laughs> I feel like sometimes you're like, oh, well, now it's frizzy. Now you put this. Now I don't have volume. So let me put back in some volume. You know, like. Right. It's playing catch up. I of. love getting to talk product. And a huge part of why I love, you know, working in the salon is because I get to see, you know, maybe it's five to 10 clients in a day and they sit in my chair and each person has a different story and they're coming to me and I'm like, what products are you using? That tends to be one of my first questions because number one, you know, I would say most women in particular, you know, we... I would say there's like more of a negative connection to our hair, which is not our fault. I look at these bottles of products and see that what's being communicated to us is that we're not enough, that our hair is basically trash, right? Dehydrated. It's dry as dry could be, like sand dune dry. So, so extra damaged. Extra. I like the extra damage special. Extra damage. So, of course, it's how we sort of talk about it, but it isn't true. And I I genuinely believe that products are what can truly help. I mean, I have never seen a head of hair that I'm not like, oh, this is a pretty easy fix. And let me give you the little prescription, my favorite, my essentials, right? Um, And the next time I see them, it does tend to be. A different experience. So that is why, I mean, I'm sent all these products and a lot of times I'm confused about how to use them. So it's no surprise that you're telling me, well, I put this and I do this and I don't know if it's really working or doing the thing, right? But that shouldn't be the case. I think, you know, a few products that really, really work is likely all you need. And then of course you can experiment and play around and do different styles. And maybe you need a different set of products for that, but it really shouldn't be a whole crazy. I mean, who has time for a a routine even? 
So are are you, obviously the people who come to your salon are probably a bit more focused and interested in, you know, beauty than the average bear because your salon is, you know, it's not... It, it it's up there, you know, it's, it's, it's a luxury experience, but do you think that people are like loyal to their hair products just as a, somebody who talks to five, 10 customers, clients a day? Because our, when we talk to our listeners, people are just constantly putting putting out new products. I'm trying this and trying that, but I actually don't know, like, does the average person, are they sticking to and rebuying their nexus their way their whatever what are you finding i find that and maybe it's just that it's an opportunity when you're with a stylist to really ask their opinion on what they should be using mm, yeah. and if the products they're using are right but i would say most often people are open and so not <laughs> that loyal they're open to seeing other products like, this is not my perfect thing yet. Mara, no. help, Mara yeah. help me find the perfect thing. Exactly. It's a process, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Totally. So I love getting to do that. and it, But obviously, I can't talk to every single person. Not everybody can come to yeah. Mara and yeah. see me. So that was really a huge part of why I wanted to create, you know, these sort of essentials that do what they say that are, you know, when you know you you see a rose product, it is going to be an easy to use experience. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Ease would be nice. That's great. Yeah. What are some of the other products that are like what you carry different lines in Mare? Like what do you sell out of? Like what are some of your other favorites? Yeah. Other favorites. We do have this line. I think it's a Japanese line called, um, Enfinom. And I think they're at a couple of salons in LA, I'm sure, you know, around the world, but people love Enfinom. It's a shampoo and conditioner. Uh, what else do we have? We have Virtue. We have Daveness. We've got some great lines, great products there. What, and so what about in, in your kit? When you're on your, with your, your rock group of, of like, of like makeup artists and you, and you're on the plane with the client traveling the world. If you lost your hair kit, got stuck in the luggage, what would be the hardest thing to replace? Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny. I sometimes really like to do this to myself where I'm like, okay, I mean, it's been so long that I've been doing hair that I need to challenge myself. So I'll go, okay, you're on whatever, Project Runway, but it's for hairdressers. And you only have 10 minutes to create this crazy hairdo you want to do with these three products you have because your kit is missing. I don't know. So I'll play this internal game with myself. Nobody else is involved in this experience. I am obviously not telling my (laughs) clients this, but it's a really fun challenge. So I, and I really, I, I, again, am a believer that you do not need a whole lot, but it's obviously going to be Rose Santa Lucia styling oil. A good volumizer is always good, like a root boost spray. A good which, hairspray. Ooh, do, can you recommend one? Absolutely. This is I part really, of the, the game. You have to tell us which one. Great. Okay. <laughs> I love Fido Volume Active Root Spray. I've tried okay. others. I've veered off. I've always come back. Okay. I love Lenore Grail. Eclat Natural is a beautiful product. It's a cream, a lightweight cream that you would use after your style, your blow dry to kind of like define the ends a little bit, add a little bit of shine, mm-hmm. a teeny bit of hold, teeny bit, flyaways, a little bit of eclat. Timothy Chalamet, I believe, uses it in his hair. I'm not, I don't do his hair, but I love his hair. 
Done. So now, of course, my Get husband my husband uses it as well now because of that <laughs> that finding. I love Lenore Grill also makes this really beautiful uh, hairspray that's more of like a vault. It's very, very light. But sometimes hairsprays give me a headache when I have to smell them all day long. And so this one is called Voluform. I love it. There's also a product that is a real editorial lover's product by TG, I believe. It's called Queen for a Day. Oh, my God. That hairspray? <laughs> it's like yeah, a— Yeah, I'm like, what is this product? It comes out clear. You put it in the hair before you dry it, and it gives it a very lightweight hold. I do not like to feel the products, right? Like, you don't want to feel the styling products in the hair. That's the whole thing. Yeah. They should be invisible, but really be able to kind of guide you through whatever you're trying to create. And Queen for a Day does that. That's like a big promise in the name. I, I love forgot, that. I, I've t- that's a really old product. It's old school. Like, I, I remember, remember writing about that like <laughs> way longer than I'll care to admit. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that and I could picture it too. It's so funny. It's, God, TG had great names. It really stands out. I remember being yeah. at a job with a client for the first time. She was a big model and... I think, you know, it can be nerve-wracking working with someone you've never worked with before. Um, But she saw that I had Queen for a day, and I think it gave her, like, a real confidence in me. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to look good. (laughs) That's really funny. She knows her stuff. She's got Queen for a day here. Yeah. Oh, my God. So those were all... Just to round out the kit, those were all, those are things you could replace if you need to. Is there like a brush or a hot tool or like a weird thing you picked up overseas that you're like, please never let this leave my hands? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. What could or that- maybe it's just because of luck. Yeah. Like if I don't have my lucky Mason Pearson, we're going to have problems. Totally. Totally. I, you know, I feel like at this point, I could work with, like, if I have to use a drugstore, I I do believe in a good blow dryer. If I had to use a not-so-good blow dryer, I would probably be able to make do. But that is the one thing, I think, to really invest in is a good good blow dryer because it makes all the difference in the world. But I love my Sheila Stotts brush, Abiza brushes, which are just natural bristle round brushes. They're the best. Outside of that, no, I would say great blow dryer. I could, you know, any, give me a curling iron from anywhere. Again, fine. It's really more about the products for me that have to, have to work because there's just a lot out there that are too heavy. Like if something's too heavy, it's ruined the day. There's no going back. There's no going back. There's no going back. I think we've got the vision of it. I feel like we should add into your little game you play with yourself in your head. Like, let's take Emma Stone into the bathroom for like the hand dryer. See if you could get her hair to look good with that. And I'm like, just up your level here. You're really at top level of your career already. Let's make it even harder. Just picturing her like bent over underneath one of those horrible Dyson like air blades, like trying to get a blowout. Oh, a thousand percent. You could do it, right? Oh, totally. Or like having- I'm sure you have to improv all the time, right? (laughs) If things aren't going well, isn't probably like half your job improving? Totally. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is you have to be a flexible. I, I but I, I also love it. Like, I love that. We could do it. We can make it work. I would say any. You could probably ask any of my clients. Like, 
you know, how, yeah. <laughs> how is Mara under pressure? Like her kit didn't show up or whatever. I'm like, no, I am cool. I am so cool. We're going to figure <laughs> this out. Don't you even stress for a second. And, and I, but I, I think I, I secretly like it. I like the challenge. Okay. I need that energy in my life. <laughs> Well, we have we have a short challenge for you. It, it's it's really there's no consequence for it, so it's really not really a, a big deal. But it's just a quick speed round of your answers. It's the Fat Mascara Five. What are your quick word association? Do you <laughs> know what great. the Fat Mascara Five is? I sure do. But are, is it the same every time? It's been the same for a while. Okay, I, no, I didn't oh, study okay. it, and I feel now like I should have, but. No, no, it's best if like you actually don't know what we're going to ask. Okay. Okay. What is the first beauty product you fell in love with? Oh gosh. It might have been I'm feel like it was I can like see it like something on my mom's counter. I mean, this was when it was still probably my perm days, but I had that potion number 9 by Sebastian. I wouldn't say I was in love with it. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was in love with it, but I had But it, it. caught your eye. It caught my eye. I can still smell the smell. And of the perm or of Sebastian number nine? <laughs> Potion number nine with Sebastian. all the little nines all over the bottle. Nines all over the bottle. It was like an orange gloop, kind of gloopy globby. And it really did the trick for the, this is like, you know, th- this is the very early 90s, late 80s. No, or, or 90s. I'm not that. Okay. Yeah. I'm aging myself. Early 90s with the perm, the potion number nine. Hilarious product. I can't believe that's what I'm talking about. They still make it. They definitely still make it, right? I wouldn't be surprised. That seems like a classic, a cult classic. I'm not, don't, I'm not recommending it. It had, it was chances of a user error too, because it was that like pasty thick texture. Like you needed to know how to emulsify. Oh God, I'm remembering it now. Yes. No, my friend used it. She had very curly hair and she used it. And it was like, she needed it for her curls. It was almost like a medicine that like was just for her. Yeah, exactly. Or when you have a perm, you need something, you know? Yeah, that's funny. Okay. (laughs) If there were one rule you wish everyone would follow, what would it be? I really do. I mean, it's so cliche to say, just be kind, be generous with your spirit, right? I think it's also something to remind myself of every day. Not that I'm not kind, but I think it's like, especially in the this sort of world we're living in now, like nothing is so important. It'll be okay. But I think going through it, being kind and generous um, to the people you're encountering daily. It's it's a real key thing to, you know, we're all in this together. Life is short. Be kind. That's nice. We will. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I, I like that reminder. Okay. What is your favorite snack on a deeper level? Let's go. I love sugar. It's a sad thing, but I love anything. I'm just picturing her just like spooning into the sugar bag. Like what if that was your answer? Yeah. It's just, I carry a pocket of sugar, just white sugar. I love like a sour gummy worm. This is not, I try not to indulge often because I don't feel good. I will say I don't feel good. Cookie dough. Mm -hmm. I can't have, I can't have it because so 
Yeah, this terrible. This is a terrible thing. It's not so bad. Your most played song on your favorites playlist right now. Okay, so Sour Lemon. My husband's going to laugh because it's his. My husband's in a band called Local Natives. They're very talented. I'm obviously biased, but they are really great. And my son is obsessed with listening to Dada, obviously. So every every time we're in the car, he will... Just repeatedly, he doesn't. He he doesn't like get louder. He doesn't start to break down. He just says, "Our lemon, our lemon, our lemon," until <laughs> it's repeated over and over. You think like, "Oh, Alia, look, there's like a school bus, like there's a truck, or like the crane, like on the street trying to distract." No, our lemon, our lemon. So I listen to Sour Lemon. It's a really beautiful song. He's singing with um, Sharon Van Etten, who's a really incredible singer, musician. Um, and so that is definitely my like most played song right now. That's awesome. That's very cool. Okay. Definitely give that a listen, everybody. Okay. Our lemon. <laughs> our lemon. Our lemon. And um. If there were to be a movie made of your life, who would narrate it? Oh, my gosh. We should make it even harder for her. Pick one of your clients. Oh, that's good. Because <laughs> I was really thinking, good. like, I could I picture like a lot of them. I mean, I know I've— I won't do that to you. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I have mentioned Emma, obviously. But I just—I think because she would—I couldn't imagine it wouldn't be serious, uh, like, at all. There would be—if, like— likely she wouldn't be able to like get through it. You know what I mean? Which I love that thought of, I love that thought of just like hilarity and funny voices (laughs) and just, yeah. So I would say Emma would be hilarious. And then we have to put in the scene with the dogs where you guys are doing the photo shoot for W so that can make it in and Emma can narrate it because I feel like that was probably a blast. A blast. A blast. Trisha, can You're you... You're a blast. Can you... Yeah. <laughs> Trisha, can Trisha you... the dog. <laughs> can you blow dry Trisha's oh, hair? You... <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe someday that'll be your next career. Who knows? Right now, you're killing it. This was so fun to catch up with you and hear what you're up to. Thank you so much. Ladies, thank Thanks, you so, man. so much. I can't believe I made it through because I am such a fan of you both, of the podcast. And I was nervous and so excited. So I'm, you know, I, I'm not totally sure what I said, but I'm I'm honored and proud I made it through. Ah! No, you absolutely you did. Congrats on Rose. Thank you so, so much. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll 
know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, wow. 